0: All right, moving on to season two, episode 19. Um, been a uh, fun time. We have this is our second to last episode, guys. Uh, of the great hunt. Um, we have almost, this almost one. two
1: down, almost two down.
0: Yeah. Um, after this one, we, we you guys can finish it. So we finished tonight. You guys can read and hate and hate me for everything. <sighs> so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just leave it at that, and we'll get right into housekeeping. Um, so we do have one new, uh, one new patron. Um, that's blue-eyed Sadai. Uh, we had a couple of patrons join Discord, Discord, which is fun, but they've been patrons for a little, bit, little, little bit. But uh, just have one that's brand new. That's blue-eyed Sadai. Um, so thank you. Uh, we appreciate you joining Yay. our patron team. Woo! Um, thank Tonight, so you can listen to us live, and I and I've been talking about this forever. And uh, we finally did, we're, we're over 25,000 downloads now, so we did, we hit that mark finally. <laughs> um,
2: no, but for real, so, yeah, Hi, everybody,
0: yeah,
1: nothing news, ma- yeah, 25,000 downloads. That's so insane. I just who the hell wants wow. to listen to us? <laughs> <laughs> ramble i don't know
0: we, we we have all we have all 50 states now we have we have almost 100 countries listen to us um it's it's kind of crazy um yeah. like our number our number two country listens to us next to uh america is obviously number one but number two is sweden <laughs> that's sweet. we have lots of we have swedish listeners like at the wazoo like
1: <laughs> alan alan we're gonna lose we're going to lose our international listeners when you make comments like, "Well, obviously America's number one." I mean, <laughs> well, come
0: on. Well, well, we're we're from America, obviously. so um, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just yeah, on
0: you. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I, well I'm, I'm more making fun of the Canadians because because uh, Canada, Canada was number two yeah. for like <laughs> ever, and now the Swedes have taken over Canada. Um, he, just, he just called so. them number
3: two.
1: <laughs> They're the blight. <laughs> <laughs> come on uh, I still uh, love you all uh, doesn't. But I still love dark you dark <laughs> friends <laughs> uh, okay okay <laughs> Alan's gonna
2: love going through this one
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so so yeah um, we're from America um, and you would think being from Virginia that Virginia's the number one state that listens to us no except
1: we're a Commonwealth so we can't be
0: okay but oh. but we're, act- we're actually number Virginia's number six. There oh. are five five states that have more listeners than Virginia. So um our ne- our number one state that listens to us is Michigan. Hey. Hey. Perfect
3: sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How about
2: that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else she, what else you can do? That's only gonna yeah. grow as Michigan. we get into winter.
2: I have family in Michigan, so I could say that. I've been there during the like fourteen foot snows. And it's like, well, mm. what do we do? Sit in the house and hope to stay warm.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, lots of Michigan. Yeah. Michigan, then next is, I think, hold on. I look real fast. Michigan, California, New York, Texas, Pennsylvania, then Virginia.
1: So I knew so, Texas had to be up there. Oh, yeah. Texas is up there. So, for
0: sure. Cool. So, yeah. So, pretty cool. Like I said, we do have listeners all over the place. It's, it's, uh, it, it just baffles me um that, that people listen to us but also something else is new merch we do have our floaties t-shirts designs up on our store
3: Woo.
0: so the the floaties shirts and we have coffee mugs and frosty mugs we have floaty frosty mugs so uh grab your floaties uh, we're going deep
2: have you sent out for- our new shirt i mean our, our um the challenge yet
0: oh uh, i did yeah so we're announcing the winner tonight too
2: did you already like order the shirt
0: I've not ordered a shirt yet because I have to figure out where to ship it too, to and figure out what the price of shipping Got is. Got you. So, so, why don't
2: you let me know that? Ask the person if they want the floaty shirt versus the Team Pater because really the floaty shirt is the one I wanted to give out. So,
0: yeah, huh. okay. Uh, well, the person that wants so I, I was going to announce the winner right now. The person that wanted it, I definitely want to give the Team Pater shirt. Okay. So, we're going to do the Team Pater shirt. So, the person that wanted it is none other than um, a white cloak Dane Bornhold on Twitter won it. Oh, um, so uh so child, child born hold uh who plays Jane Bornhold on Twitter. Um won the Team Pater shirt. So awesome. <laughs> I i I definitely want to give a white cloak a team Pater okay, shirt. Okay. good to team. me. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So, one um, one more though, because I got excited that you announced that that um our shirt is out. The Floaties one, right? Yeah it's out. Okay, Floaties is out. So, Chris, pick a number 11 through 11. 11. All right, so Zul just got one also. That's on me. Woo! <laughs> That's awesome. How about that? I mean, the odds were stacked against her, 11 or 11. If Chris would have said 11, she'd have been fucked. <laughs> so. That's awesome. We'll We'll work that out.
0: All right. So we'll get a flooded shirt to to Zool. That's yeah. Cool. Well, thanks. Thanks. Thanks everybody. That's yeah. So Dane Bernhold, when you listen to us next week, no, there's a t-shirt on your way. Um, yes. Yes. What critics that, that was (laughs) right.
1: No, he could have picked 11, but he didn't. He said 11. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. So
0: anyway, um, as far as personal life goes, um, I'm just carving pumpkins. I carved one last weekend, like a traditional jack-o'-lantern. But I bought a second one because I'm doing like a Paw Patrol design thing. I was going to do a live stream for it. I still haven't gotten around to carving it. I, I stenciled it on there, so I just needed to do it. I'll use my drill. Use power tools. It makes it easy. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. I'm, I'm definitely going to use power tools to, to do that one. But anyways... Um, I have a Dremel and a drill and all sorts of other fun tools that I can use to 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 make it a whole lot easier to carve the pumpkin. So, how about you guys? Anything new in your life? I mean, just getting ready for Halloween's me. but
1: So, uh, new apartment, nice, has a fantastic gym that doesn't get crowded, but the few people I've run into have all been cool as shit. So, we talk shit to each other, and – uh, listen to crazy music and throw around weights. It's fantastic. Um, the job, amazing. The building that I'm working in is, I was talking to Alan about this before. If I was at the end of my career, I would hate this because I'm going to a building that needs a lot of love. Uh, but where where I'm at in my career, this is actually fantastic. This is a chance uh, selfishly to help myself career wise, like by doing, by doing great things here. And there's lots of opportunity. Um, And it'd be very hard for me to make the building worse than it is. (laughs) So, so odds are I'm going to improve it. Right. Um, (laughs) But I think I'm going to improve it quite a bit. I've already got plans and ideas and I've only been here two days, but this (laughs) building um, our European listeners will laugh at me. uh, But if you're from the U S or Canada, you might appreciate this. It's an old building. It was built in the 1850s. I know by european standards that's a young building um but yeah so it's still functioning but it's got its issues and i'm i'm excited to get in there and fix them and gosh there's so much history there again europe don't laugh at me about history 1856 lots of history in that building um like i almost got teary-eyed going to the library portion and the artwork that they have hung in there and whatnot, it was, it was very cool. So, yeah. Any of y'all traveling uh, to Virginia or getting anywhere close to Richmond, those of you that are already close to Richmond, and about, a, I'd say, give it at least a month for me to be cool with all the U.S. Marshals guarding the place. But if you want to tour the building I'm in and, and see what I'm talking about, I'll, I'll gladly get y'all through there. Is
2: that our actual offer?
1: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris, you and Alan are definitely coming through here. Let me get settled in and then we're going to work something yeah. out. I, I might even no. hook you up with a field trip, Chris, when COVID is over. That'd be sweet. Cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. Cool, cool.
2: So, for me personally, um, back from Charlotte, back in Virginia, which is awesome because the cat isn't killing me with my allergies. I'm slowly recovering from like, huge cat allergy attack. Um, being around them for a day or two is fine. Being around them for a six apparently is near death. (laughs) Uh, walked into the new place that I'm staying and like, I keep feeling damp floors, which is never a good sign. And it's an old home. So had somebody come out and do a moisture inspection and it's super wet in here. So I will be moving out again.
1: (laughs) That's what she said. Oh yeah, Actually, let me (laughs) not go
2: there. Chanel would not appreciate (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) I'll take one for the team. Don't worry, you don't have to. That's what she said.
2: (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, so like (laughs) after having the moisture test and finding some mold, I'm like, hey, dude, you have an extra room in your house. I'll be staying there until you get this house figured out. So, you know, it's the ever-ending adventures or never-ending adventures of... Chris, Kuma, whichever you guys want to call me at this point, because my world's always spinning. Um, Teaching is what it is. Like, the kids are already well more than over it. Um, Holding hands right now, trying to get them to do assignments so that they don't all have Fs on their report cards, and they don't give a flying F. So it's difficult, but I'm making it happen. At least 60% of my my kids will be passing by the time the report first report card comes out in two weeks. And uh, my grad classes are going as they can be. Like, I'm hating every moment of it at the moment because learning mm-hmm. how to teach and learning and teaching are headaches all in of themselves. And then dealing with personal things at the house is just like, can I get, I, I can't say that my relationship with Chanel is going phenomenally. So that kind of overcasts or. It's like the sunlight in my my life right now and it makes everything else seem yeah. like nothing so
0: and the podcast uh, period, right that that's true you your, your... I will have to say that this
2: is my, <laughs> my my one relief in the day it like forces me to sit down and do something for myself like I don't read for myself anymore but the podcast forces me to like sit down and do something that has nothing to how do you how do you put this? Nothing is really weighing on it except for the fact that people actually listen. Like we have twenty five thousand downloads. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't.
0: Yeah, this is my fun in the day. Like I don't.
2: I, when I say I, I take this as serious as like I've got three pages, four pages of notes typed out for tonight. But that's nothing compared to what I do on a normal day. So I'm just this. Is, right. This is fun. So I appreciate everybody. I know I'm not the most active, but I really do appreciate these moments.
0: Yeah. Lovely. We appreciate you being on here. Um, I I I think I have like four pages of notes too, so that's that's kind of cool. Um, Anyway, um, (laughs) so let's go on to predictions. So we had a lot of predictions last episode. (laughs) Were they Um, all viable? um, Well, yeah. I mean, so one was Rand turns evil. Uh eventually. I th- that's not necessarily a new one. I think we've talked about that before, but yeah.
1: but not uh, for the purpose of staying evil. He he's going to think he's doing it for the right reasons, and maybe in the okay. long term, it is for the right reasons. Okay, but yeah.
0: And then Rand becomes loose. Theron. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was another one that uh, I think Chris said mm-hmm. that uh, that Rand will become loose Theron eventually, or something yeah. like that, or
1: um now hey, real is quick. a yeah so I I watched um, and you, you're gonna have to remind me of who it was because I'm already three quarters of a bottle deep right now <laughs> um, but the the guy and the chick that did they were watching the prologue oh wheel takes yeah wheel takes so I was watching that and I, I actually have not gone back to the original prologue in a while and as I'm watching it watching them watch it like I I I think there's more credence. I think it was Chris who was hitting more on the Rand loose Theron thing. And as I'm watching it, especially with the memory problems and I just, I, Chris, you might be onto something, bro. Good. <laughs> if, if you go back to the prologue again, you're going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> it, every chapter I read, it means something different, but we'll see. Yeah. yeah.
0: The gift yeah. of yeah. curse of Robert yeah, Jordan. Uh exactly yeah. only, we're only on book two so just good. get 15 more times well really after tonight you can finish book two then we'll be on book three so um the next prediction was that Night Eve is a boss which um that's not a new one but you said it again so um interesting one that Chris came up with the Sean Chan are not from where they say they are they're not from across the ocean they're from somewhere else
2: you know ocean um, can mean many things
0: that way yeah. yeah yeah and then i think i asked you guys I, last time we talked about parent because i guess in immense viewing with i think it was a lane we said that there was a symbol that might have met Parent so i asked if parents gonna get with a lane and you said i don't know parents gonna get with everyone i think parents gonna get with the ways i think is what you said or something <laughs> like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that must have been Chris, and it must have been a night he was drinking, and I wasn't. <laughs> it, it makes sense now, but it didn't make sense then. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's dark. It's kind of like a tunnel. I don't
0: know. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna get with everybody. Parent's pa- 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 gonna get around. Yeah, he is a dog. He's gonna, he's gonna get. With- yeah. He hey.
1: Called- no. Him-
0: hey, I'm working on dad. So those jokes. are the eventually uh, I'll get there.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah trust me it's 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 fucking science Uh, the moment the moment your child is born you will drop a pun about like mm -hmm. the placenta and you'll look at your wife and she will roll her eyes at you and the nurse will laugh you (laughs) like it's immediate it will happen and it'll be perfect
0: yeah i I even have my dad jokes t-shirt now so that's how much of a and I so. want you to know we're 23 minutes
2: in and we, and we haven't touched the chapter this. yet.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> Alan has no idea, but I'm fucking <laughs> with him. Like I'm everything. <laughs> the solutions you can you can listen tomorrow.
3: The yeah. <laughs> solutions just can't see a flashlight. <laughs> anyway,
1: so. What book are we on? What are we no reading?
3: I got a
0: new. Let's get Let's go to move 40 into this chapter. <laughs> chapter 44. Chapter 44. Five will ride forth. And the icon is the Flame of Tarballon, which is a little strange for this chapter, but we got Varin in here.
1: But yeah. So. As we got started, the chapter symbols seemed to mean something, and I was really getting excited about reading into it. But we've had a couple recently where it's like, man, they just didn't know what to put, so they fucking put this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that's where we're at here. Maybe yeah. I'll think differently down the line, but right now it's like, eh. I mean, I need Sparks okay, Tarvalon. So... I guess, yeah. but is she in Tarvalon? No. Is she an eye well, to die? Varen no, is. Oh, gosh. Varen, the brown. Yeah. Tell <laughs> me on the brown. That's really going to do it. It's, to read their books. <laughs> take their notes. She, uh, anyway,
0: so sure, let's sure. get into this chapter. Um, so it starts with Perrin. Um, he's in the village. He's eyeing the villagers. Um uh, they found new clothes in the last village they have like this yeah you know, new clothes on new 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 thin. threads um yeah they look good um and they they found that they found the sanchan had killed the whole village before or the, the whole village council and their families at this at, you know at the center so there's this big black spot by interviewing the other villagers they realized that that's where the Shangjin have put all the council and the families together. Yeah, and so it sounds like
2: six to eight months ago that the village council and their families were all killed there, and Hearn couldn't like stay away from that circle. He was like distracted by it because mm-hmm. the scent was still so strong. Kind of sad.
3: Yeah,
1: and and uh, dark friend Alan, I'm going to accuse you of lazy reading. Uh, Because you said you started off with Perrin is eyeing the village, like the villagers and looking around. And if you look at the first part of the first sentence, you might think that's true. Perrin eyed the villagers. But what's the next word? Wearily. Self-consciously hitching at a too short cloak. So if you actually picture what's going on, yes, he's looking around, but he is very much focused on himself and worried about... Whether someone will notice, you know, okay. clearly those aren't his garbs or whatever. He's, he's, he's being very self-conscious right now. Insecure, that's the <laughs> I was looking for. So he, he's looking in, not out.
3: Yep.
1: He looked around physically, but mentally he's looking in, not out. Yeah. I just yeah. want to fuck with <laughs> <up>.
0: Okay. <laughs> sure. So... um, but here, here it is. Found the trail. We got we we're now on Fane's trail. So after all this time searching, you could think it's been a while. They've been searching. They finally have found the trail, and it's going straight to Falma. So that's
1: good news. Are Sorry. <laughs> well, maybe it, it, it's a couple of very strong paths come back together, right? Because yeah. Bran was fuck it. That's where I'm going. And Tar was like, no, screw you. I'm going to go wherever the path is once we find it. And then, oh, wait a minute. It's the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And before they leave the village, they see a disturbance and they look out and there's white cloaks coming, which means get the hell out of there.
2: Oh, and what was very interesting, he found the scent of fame, but he did not find the scent of dark friends. He said he seemed to almost be traveling alone. Which I found that very interesting. Mm-hmm. When did he separate himself from them or what happened to them? Did I miss that? Like, was I like.
1: Yes, yes, wait. Back the soul train up, brother. Do you remember when uh, Pat and Fane was talking to the dude that spoiler gets fucking diced up he by is. the time we're done here? <laughs> um, <and laughs> I said spoiler, so you can't be, you can't be mad at him.
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh
1: <laughs> He, he, he tells on Rand, and he says, by the way, there's this dude Rand coming, and he's got a bunch of Trollocs and shit with him. So, Pat and Fane clearly, for whatever crazy plot plan that he has in his mind, he ditched the people that got him there. And threw all of them on Rand uh, as another obstacle stumbling block for Rand at some point. And he's doing, right now, he's flying solo. As far as we know, as far as I know, when when we
2: read that, I wondered did Mm -hmm. he just like tell them to go elsewhere while I go here? Or did he kill them all? Or what's Mm. what actually happened there? Because there's either a separation or a mass murder.
1: Remember, chaotic evil, and it's a very selfish chaotic evil. Like, I don't think he gives two F's about anybody or anything, he's just looking out for him. So once once he parted ways with Trollocs, Dark Friends, whatever, I mean he sacrificed Dark Friends to feed Trollocs, he he doesn't care. It's so, just him. So he parted ways and this is the path he's on right now. Sure. I-
0: <laughs> <laughs> profound. Profound. <laughs>
1: Interdesting. Interesting.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, so they they leave quickly. Uh, Perrin reaches out to the wolves to make sure that they're not following them. The wolves are like, Yeah, dude, they're not following you. Uh, they're not even paying attention to you. I don't think they even saw you. Uh, and they get back to camp and uh, they say, Hey, we found the trail. And everybody's excited and said, Let's go that way.
2: He breathes Chris. right over it. I
1: know. It's okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. You, you do it more prepared than me, but I, I, I that this is a Chris moment because I thought it was awesome, I was, like, the but I knew interaction appreciate with the
2: wolves it. the way he connected, the way he had to he went out of his way to make sure he gave his new name and that he gave his scent. He really connected and bonded with the wolves and became one. Like that was exciting to me because he's learning to accept that as part of himself as much as it disgusts him. And the wolves were like, Oh shit, there's a two leg that can talk to us here. So like, this is like a a newer pack. It's not the old pack. So he's really interjecting into the lives of a bunch of wolves. Maybe he'll like become a new pack leader or something. Like there's, opportunity here.
1: Yeah, so to add to that, I made the mistake of thinking that the wolf world was this hive mind that if you communicated with one, it, it would eventually reverberate and work its way down to all the different packs because they all talk to each other. But now we know that there are groups that either don't communicate or when they do, they don't talk about everything, I guess. They don't gossip all that much. Uh, I don't know, but it it kind of struck me because in my head canon, I was like, all the wolves know about everything. He should just always tap into the wolves because they would always know what happened in the past and what he's trying to do. And then he runs into new wolves. So I don't know if that means anything, but for me as the reader, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So they don't all know everything all the time. It's you know he's got to interact with the wolves of different places. I agree.
0: Mm-hmm. you
1: know. Yeah. Very cool.
0: Very cool. So, yeah. So, after bree- breezing past the wolf portion, <laughs> they get back to
3: camp. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. So, let's talk about that. Um just, Kind of like, haha Inktar, you're wrong. We're right. Let's go yes, this well, way. We had like
2: the report back to Ingtar and Varen, and he's like, "I Sedai, I, I guess you'd like to tell me that I was wrong, and you were right. And she just kind of like ignored the show, which is probably the worst of the moments, because she's like, you're beneath me. I don't want anything to do with you. I want to play in the <laughs> dirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was right. well, it was interesting, because uh, we note that she's creating a a star. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. And it, before we get to that though It switches point of view So she is she is drawing the dirt When they switch I think But it doesn't explain no, what she's she drawing doesn't. And then right? you Does have it? a very
2: anxious yeah. Matt Who's like ready to get moving But of course we know that he's like near death So yeah. mm, more death
1: Yeah. Is, well, yeah. <laughs> so that I was going to point that out So up until this point we knew that physically He was failing But like mentally and everything he was still there But now mm-hmm. he's I won't say he's showing signs of desperation, but he's not focused on the big picture anymore. Uh, I think one of it, scroll, scroll, scroll. One of his lines was, well, if they aren't coming after us, I say, we go back to Inktar and get on Fane's trail. Mm -hmm. That dagger isn't coming any closer, just standing here. So there was no comment about the horn or anything else that they're doing or for safety's sake, it's, He's now getting more narrowly focused on the dagger. So his his body and physically, he's been deteriorating, and and now that's I, I'm marking that as kind of the first line, the first step of him mentally slipping into a bad place. I agree, indubitably. Indubitably,
0: love that word. So then we so now, so now we switch to Jeffrey. Um Lord Captain, not the Lord Captain Commander, but definitely a high up exactly. white cloak. Um,
1: he's way up in that shit. Oh yeah,
0: but he's he's kind of he's kind of he's kind of he's kind of, he's kind, of <laughs> he's kind of broken off though because he's not really obeying orders anymore. He's kind of doing his own thing. And we learned he was already thinking about this last time. We knew that. Yeah, we knew that. But interestingly, he thinks he recognized Perrin when he came in. He doesn't remember his name, but he's like, I recognize that guy that ran away. Um, it takes a while to remember who yeah. it was. Yeah. And you get – So, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll say this brings us to uh, whether it was – I don't know if it was a bonus episode or – I guess it was a bonus episode where we were talking about the various people cast for different roles. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a discussion about how the person cast for Perrin – well, he's big, he's not quite like the super obvious blacksmith, the giant broad shoulders, I made the comment like, well, he's young, he's got to grow into it. But even at this point, uh, this person, Bornhold, it, like it was obvious to him that Perrin fit that mold. So he can't be kind of like a big guy with kind of broad shoulders. It's got to be obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when he looks at him, he even asks his people, like, wait, was there – was there a blacksmith in the folks that I don't know if they let go or got away or captured or whatever, but he was trying to figure out like maybe it's not Perrin was, was there somebody else? But point being like the, the physical um, presence of the, of what Barnhold saw, like it was hands down blacksmith. So uh, obviously, at least at this point, Perrin in, in the show, Perrin in my mind, he has developed to a point where even from a distance, and this is a far distance, he is clearly the biggest, baddest, broadest shoulder, like, bull. bull. yeah, very good. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Wolves. <laughs> so, anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. Hopefully, I finished my thought because I well, forgot it's, already. It's
2: definitely interesting when Boren Hall entered. <laughs> Because he realized that people had pretty much given up on life. Like, he just looked at them. He was like, they're dull-eyed, expressionless people. He really wasn't even worried about them going off to the shanchen and reporting him. Like, he, of course, took precautions to round everybody up. And he gave orders to board them into the inn. But everything was kind of haphazard. And mm-hmm. from other prior experiences with him, he is very... Um, strict on his rules very forceful but kind he was gentle but forceful and he made sure things were taken Mm -hmm. care of meticulously at this point he's like these people are so defeated like i just hope they realize after we leave (laughs) that we've left (laughs) as somebody gets bold enough to come out of the end he's more worried that they'll kill themselves just thinking (laughs) that they're going to be killed than these people doing anything to rebel against him.
1: um Right. So, uh, I'll, I'll put a little asterisk here. So, part of my thought process—it it started building before, but definitely now—in his observations of what's going on here, Bornhold is a character that um, we don't exactly know what his his end game and what his like bottom line principles are, like uh, what his line in the sand is. But we do know it's not white cloaks because. Obviously, for him to get to where he is right now, he had some principles, he had some things that he believed so truly in, and he thought serving as a white cloak was a means to that end. And he's at a position now, and even last time we visited him, we started to see it. He's at a position now where he's starting to question, uh, not just is there corruption within the white cloak world, but is this path that I'm on actually achieving what my um, foundation of morals and character and, and principle, like what I believe in, if that makes sense. So he is, it doesn't flat out say it, but he is definitely in a, in a, he's having an internal struggle, you know, with everything that he's worked for towards his life. And, it's in contradiction to what he believes, uh, what is morally well, he's right. He's been in the game true.
2: for a long time, so he's seen the evolution of, if you would dare to call it a religion, being corrupted by yeah. infiltration. Yeah, I mean, we know that there are active dark yeah. friends within the white cloaks, we don't know how high up they run. It may be that the highest of the high are dark cloaks, and with him.
1: <laughs> Want to get <more> high? <laughs> I mean, we, we see even
2: in the <laughs> typical world that power in and of itself corrupts the mind. And we don't know how high up people are corrupted. And he is one of the really virtuous individuals. I mean, even if we look at other novels and we look at, um, like, I hate to say it, Game of Thrones. And we look at our our one handed man there when it, he became a gold cloak, like he, he not oh, to yeah. spoil that for anybody. Mm-hmm. But Mister Lannister,
0: uh, I suppose in all <laughs> other spheres, yeah. I suppose others,
2: um, Jamie suppose Lannister suppose, yeah. was one of those individuals who yeah. held himself to a high revere, even though he did horrible things. He did it in the name of country. He did it in the name of the people. Then he did it in the name of gold cloak so
0: so did he bang his sister in the name of the country
2: yes I'm just just asking for a friend she needed to be put in her place every
0: once in a while
1: (laughs) okay so first of all first of all I have a sister so this is awkward but it's less (laughs) awkward because and I only say this because I know she'll never listen and Alan's the only one who could possibly contact her and tell her my sister's ugly. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love her to death. Love her to death. I will fight somebody over her that treated her wrong, but she's ugly. <laughs> and she's also not nice. She's kind of a jerk. <laughs> she's my she's... sister My I love her.
0: <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite uh, thing with her sister was when uh, I did the Burn the Word thing uh, to oh. her.
1: Well, you 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 did just about everybody, with the bird is the word. But yeah,
0: we're, we're, we're at the Admirals game. We went to a hockey game, and she called you, and you eyed your phone, and I answered it, and she's like, "Where's Ian?" I was like, uh, "You haven't heard?" She's like, "heard what? What do you do?" I was like, Oh, you haven't heard?" <laughs> and she's like, flipping out, like, "Is he in jail? What happened?" I was like, "Oh, you haven't heard." the
1: what's telling is my sister one of the few people that like truly know my entire history and i put alan in that boat but there's very few people like maybe three four people that know my whole history because i've wrote highs of highs and lows lows but anyway the fact that my sister First goes to holy shit, he's in jail, isn't he? Like that should say <laughs> something. Meanwhile, I still have a, I still have a, yeah, you know, that, TS clearance, so I don't know,
2: a, like yeah. a, yeah.
1: a, you a vote to your awesomeness,
2: yeah. or does that really question our national <laughs> security? <laughs> <laughs> and back to the chapter. <laughs>
1: The, the, are we on? with, with Jeff? yes of course the lad who claimed to be a blacksmith and then we had what Child was his name bilar
2: how is pronounced bylar by moired thank you
0: by, by Byer.
1: Like Byer.
2: his whole Byer. thing was like yep. to be the man to be a part of the fight to, like do something awesome to show and prove himself and it was like bruh, you're not going to fight today i need you to make sure my son knows how i'm going to die yep. cuz clearly i'm going to die when we go against the uh, shan chan and okay. to top it all off, we need to get word to the Lord Captain Commander what's going on, yeah, so what's going off. on with the questioners. Yep. And then the fact that now he believes that there are Aes Sedai fighting with the Shan Chan. He doesn't know the whole of it. So that's not really good. I can see a big right. witch hunt happening if that type of word gets to Lord Captain Commander. So there's a prediction. If that word gets to yeah, the Lord he... Captain Commander, there's going to be a witch hunt against Aes Sedai by the White Cloaks.
0: I mean, they're... yeah. Agreed. So they don't know what the are. They don't care. But all they see is people use. They see women use the power. So they, they've, they're assuming that Aes have right. have teamed up with the Sanchan and are fighting for
1: them. Yeah, yeah. I I made that note. Like this, this could get pretty effed up for the Sedai and Tarvalon. Yeah.
2: And what they didn't notice, so was yeah, there was a huge um... winged shaped animal flying overhead of them. So is that a dark yes. friend's creature
1: mm-hmm. or is that a Shan-Chan creature? Mm. So right now it could be Shan-Chan or it could be uh, what's the Your shit car. that almost Marine Yeah, it could be one of those or it could be Shan-Chan. I, I was thinking when I, I, I mean I wrote the same question because it's not specific, but I was thinking it was one of the flying things the Sean Chan road just because of where they are. And and they're pretty yeah. close to I, I don't I'm with,
2: know. I'm with you. I don't know. But
1: yeah, do yeah, don't don't, <laughs> don't knows the answer, I think.
0: And right as Bayer's leaving, he does tell Bayer also to tell him that the mm-hmm. questioners used us. That they're
1: um to make sure to
2: write it out because he wasn't sure yeah. if he would actually follow
1: the order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's less that. I think see, this is a he's a principled man. I think he knows that if he just sent that message by mouth and and asked him to relay that message, it, it was such a controversial thing that he, he could have got that guy punished or killed. So I think him putting it in writing, I got the feeling more that he did that as like, okay, I know what I'm saying, what I'm accusing right now, what I'm suggesting is a big fucking deal. So I'm going to put it in writing to make sure it's on me, not on you, not on anybody else. This is on me. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm reading into this, but so far I'm really liking this guy. And I feel like that's the perspective he's taking. I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he finally remembers Perrin's name and says, that's the guy. Perrin, the guy we captured way back when. He killed some white cloaks. He might carry war to the Shanshan where we are. And that's how we end this section of this chapter. So anything else before we switch back to our our group? Okay. So now we switch to Rand's point of view. Uh, Rand's practicing swords because that's what he does these days because he needs to get better at his sword technique. Which comes in handy. Uh is kind of poking fun of him, saying that like, uh, yeah, dude, you're you're doing all the wrong wrong uh, moves. Farron's drawing the dark and the dirt. Loyal's reading books. Uh, you know, <laughs> like he always is. Alan,
1: <laughs> Alan, Alan, you're the one who's read this. You're not supposed to be spoiling us or the people listening to us discuss this. Yeah. And right off the bat, you said Rand is practicing for sword forms. Which will come in handy? Are we just? Are we just gonna? Can we just jump to the whole reason we're having a podcast tonight? Can we <laughs> tell
0: just- us? the already? <laughs> <end. laughs> <laughs> the- you already spoiled it about some guy getting diced up. So, so that's our job. <laughs>
1: that's true, but I, I said it softly, and I I mumbled and said it softly. So-, so okay, okay, all,
3: sharp, right. Sharp, all right, all right. Sorry, by Rolly than
0: so, yeah. <laughs> so, we get a little view around the camp. Rand's doing swords. Uh, Inkter's making fun of him. Farron's drawing dirt, and Lord's reading his book. Out
2: of nowhere, horsemen ride. And Uno sees them with his one eye. <laughs> 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 My Lord, there are horsemen coming. And they all freak out.
1: <laughs> and yeah. the fact that you're with absolutely no depth perception at all is just really impressive. And that's a mild shout-out to Captain Ron, if any of y'all have watched that movie. It shows. It shows. (laughs) shows. Uh That was me. I snorted. Uh, Anyways,
0: so yeah. um, yeah, Inctor also is giving him a hard time about bad forms because I guess he's... Um, the form is using is, I guess, Heron Wades in the Rushes, I think is
1: the yep. sword, arm, sword form. Yeah. And- I made a point of that look, Jordan, Jordan brought it up again. So oh. I am way super confident that that sword form is going to come into play at some <laughs> point where Rand is going to have to, in order to defeat somebody, he's got to take one for the team. Yeah. Before I was like kind of speculating, but it's been brought up again. Jordan ain't gonna mess with us like that unless it's going down. Well, it's called.
0: They, Lance said, also mentioned something called. C- C- was it? Um
1: she the sword or
0: she, in the sword? Yeah, where yeah. where you take the enemy's blade into you? Yeah. that's how he kills Beowulf.
1: I
2: yep. I don't,
1: I don't she like, the sword. Fight Gwen in the final battle. How fucked up would that be? Mm.
3: I don't. know.
1: No, that's not. I'll write that one down. That's Move a prediction. Along. Move. prediction? No. You can call mine a
2: prediction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which which which, he which uses is that style <laughs> to
2: kill Biazman. Awesome
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel yeah. good about that. i won't say strong. I feel good. Okay.
0: I'll write that one down. All right. And. Yeah, then, then our party comes riding. Uh, the riders come up from our one-eyed guy saying, "Hey, riders approaching," uh, and it's hearing. come back to say, "Hey, the trail's going to fall, fall Of course, we are- And I
1: mean, and, knew that. And there's white, so it's not, a, sur- it's not yeah. a surprise to us.
0: Yeah, and and there's white cloaks as well. Um, that that also gets shared, and Inktar. This is where Inkton does as a whole apologizing to, for not believing Varen. And, and of uh, so where her Fain answer, was. The will and Varen's like,
2: We cannot alter the, will, uh, the pattern. The yep. pattern directs us. You know, maybe we just needed these extra days.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: But then she's like, We got to make a plan now. So she starts, you know, what she's drawing the dirt. She draws kind of a circle and starts drawing this star. So, well, Ink and Heron obviously going. Matt, you can find the dagger. So you're going. Anybody else? And Rand's like, I guess I'll go. And anybody else? And parents like, I'll go. And he's like, All right, that's it. And loyal's like, Wait, I want to go too. It's like, nope, nope, no one else. Parents are it's I literally only you need five lines to draw my star. <laughs> Six won't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't need you. Don't need anybody else. Five's it. Like, um uh, Loyal says, you know, she's yeah, trying five to will make your right, perception become a thing
1: yeah but Proctor, yes right the, the so poster. all right Astrid I think that's dangerous maybe this is not the the prophecy that she thinks it is mm. because everybody that you talked about going makes sense uh, but loyal also makes sense because I, at least in my mind I had loyal following the boys as far as he could. And if he had to choose between which ones to follow, I think he would always stay with Rand. Hmm. Um, So the fact that Rand's going like loyal should be going. So her trying to put emphasis on some, and and let's be honest, we already know that what the eyes Sedai know about the prophecy is incomplete. It's not all correct. So she might be, either effing stuff up or giving the illusion that this is part of the prophecy when really it isn't. Uh, and we might actually run into five further in the future that ride forth. And we thought this was it, but it's not it because Baron fucked it up for us. So Dean, Dean and chat brought up a
0: really good point that, you know, only five can fit in the, in the Chevy <laughs> Malibu. that's us head in and parent, uh-huh. parent called shotgun first. So loyal's out. That's, that's just that's that's it.
1: <laughs> well Alan and I have rode in a uh early seventies Nova that seatbelts <laughs> gave room for five. But that bench seat in the back, you could fit sick all day long. <laughs> that's what she said. We packed it in there. So uh Whoa. Hmm. Hanging out with the basketball team now, are we? Loyal,
0: loyal, loyal's 10 feet tall, guys. That's what the trunk's
3: for, bro. Trunk. Make some sense.
1: <laughs> Shove him the trunk. Yeah. I mean, they make a good point, though. Like, Loyal, his people would stand out. And so he would stand out and questions would be asked. So right. I, I get that. But I get nervous when – there's a prophecy, and then it doesn't just happen. Like, there's somebody I mean, like the whole way kind it's of also forcing it to time. happen. But we definitely, I mean, I
2: like guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. The number one Aes Sedai woman out of the picture for like the majority of the book. I
1: don't know. She might still be the Aes Sedai that we don't have a name for that's been captured. Yeah, but that she's been manipulating
2: still all of this from the get go. <laughs>
1: True true. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. We're at the end of book two, and every time and somebody makes a point, my ages. response is I'm I don't missing.
2: know. My heart throb.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I do too. Lan is the man.
2: Anyway, I need so my bromance. We again. know that she says 20 or more cannot uh, go. We're gonna keep it to five. Three Taviran and the three Shinaran. Five will ride five will ride forth. Only four spokes remain once mm-hmm. she scratches into the circle.
0: She doesn't, oh, yeah. but she, she, doesn't she say goes and before, starts to erase she... and really just uh,
2: erases but... one spoke.
0: Yeah, and Rand looks down and realizes only you know four Matt spokes is left. Matt's not going to yep.
2: mentally return.
1: Mm-hmm. Matt's
0: done.
2: <laughs> kidding.
1: Uh No, kidding. No, I feel you on that. That, that's part of what I mentioned earlier about Matt getting like so narrowly focused. Once he knows he's close, once it's My within precious. reach, or let's say he gets it and it's it, exactly, he will not walk away from it. Mm. So that's a strong candidate for the one who don't come back. Yep. <clears throat> so then, then there's the question, which I guess we can't answer now, but we can in the next chapter. What could possibly cause Rand to abandon Matt? Well, theres I said it from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. I'm not really jumping ahead. I've said this very often. <laughs> Rand is fuck himself up with this Egwene shit. He, you know, I love Egwene. Don't get me wrong. But how are you going to make one one of your friends more important than the other? I get Pikachu's <laughs> like that. You mm-hmm. fucked up Rand. Exactly.
3: We'll, we'll get there. Exactly. We'll
1: get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me enunciate. Enunciate. People might not have got that. What he said was meow, <laughs> and and what animal uh, says meow?
3: <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> uh-huh. you yeah. further all ain't paying attention. <laughs> Uh anyways, so that's the end
0: of the chapter. So any other uh, thoughts uh, from uh, this uh, chapter <laughs> before <I> the- <laughs> to the next one. Nope.
1: <laughs> any other? So you're admitting that I've had at least one coherent thought? Because I don't <laughs> think I I have. I
0: you're all right. I don't we're, know we're what making I'm doing. That's been fun. Uh,
1: <laughs> Is the Lugian still with us? Has she left? Yeah, it's just. Okay, as soon as she's gone, I'm starting my jokes. Okay. <laughs> I ain't even gotten started yet. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, all right, all right well, cool. I guess we'll take a break, guys. Sure. sure. All right. Five, we'll take a break, guys. We'll be back four, in no, three, no, get... two, five. Two, sure. Five. Three, four. Three, three, two. <laughs> All right, moving on to chapter forty-five, Blade Master, and this icon actually makes more sense because it's a hair blade. <laughs> okay. So, so back to back to icons making sense, I guess. But I mean, what else? What other icon would you plug in here? It's called Blade Master. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, you got anything?
2: I mean, I was thinking like a dagger impaling a belly, or no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, blade master works perfectly fine. Yeah, and no, and I, the dagger or the the hair mark blade works well.
1: I'll just say what I knew before I read. I was like, I mean, we even thought about it, like, does Tom come back? Does Land come back? Does like just
2: you know who I would say? Jordan
1: Jordan, this? Jordan got good here. Like this was way better. This is way better than anything I hoped it would be.
2: I was looking for Mister Althor.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I for Tam, mm-hmm. but I, I still at the end of this, I went damn right like this was good.
3: Hmm.
0: It was very.
1: So, good. That's a really good chapter. This yeah. is really good. Oh, so, so
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's start it. Uh, so it starts the next morning, and it's not with the boys. We're with Nainith, and she's sitting in the alleyway with the girls, with the lane, and um, with myth. with her army,
1: with her army,
0: her <laughs> army of three. Um. <laughs> And Nynaeve does,
1: Nynaeve, a, does Nynaeve need more than that?
0: I, no, Nynaeve doesn't need anybody. Let's be honest. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Okay. Thank you. As long as you're willing. If you would have said sure, there, i would have been like dark friend. But the fact that you can admit that, yeah, yeah. you know what you're doing.
0: So um, Nynaeve has a plan and she's ready to try it again. Um, so they're, they're just waiting for their opportune moment and it comes rather quickly. So her plan is that she's gonna go ahead and channel right in front of a Demone and Sodom and try to remove the collar. And if it fails, she's probably gonna get captured. And they're all probably gonna get captured. It's all uh, or nothing. It's all or nothing. Oof. But who's gonna do it? Um so she sees the Demone. she starts to get angry to gather up her you know, her power power up and yeah, so let's let's start here. Let's talk about this.
1: Have y'all seen that video of that little kid that, like, jumps up and tatches, uh, touches the Mario star and he runs around like a maniac until he hits the fucking wall?
2: <laughs> no, but I would love <laughs> no. to see it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I didn't think of that while I was reading, but as you were describing it, Alan, that's what I thought of. Like, Nynaeve just powering up and she goes, ah! Yeah, I was and- Super Saiyan
2: completely and totally, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it was very interesting because you guys are right. It was like an all or nothing ditch effort. She already had her plan. I'm going to distract. I'm going to let the others get away, potentially. We'll see how that goes. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she really drew on the experiences that men told her about what was happening with the Demone and her worry about Egwene. Mm-hmm. And then she cracked that whip.
0: Yep. Just whips out the power like the power like a whip and just steps the color right off one of the tomatoes. I was like, oh,
2: like I actually had a moment while I was like taken <laughs> back. I was like, so quick. She didn't explain how it happened. She didn't tell us what she did. She didn't tell us how she figured it out. Like, I'm wondering if this is just like a let's try this and see, or I'm sure this will work.
0: I think it was a mix of both. um <laughs> she, yeah,
2: she, had she gets my vote for the biggest cojones in this. So far. yeah
1: <laughs> she's probably gonna win my favorite character because of this and i look at it twofold so last episode i talked about how i thought I, I did think eventually Nynaeve would find a way to crack it but i thought that they would get captured and she would be the one captured and she would try it on herself um because she's always been so protective of everybody else. Right. I actually did not think she would reach the level of confidence where she would say, fuck it and do it in a situation where, like you said, Alan, if she was wrong, if she Mm -hmm. didn't, everyone was screwed. Yep. Um, So I, I look at it from both perspectives of like, uh, it's, it's kind of unexpected from who she's been. So that means we've kind of, we're, we're transitioning here. This is a stepping stone for her character where she's beyond. I need to see you do it first and then I'll do it now. Now she can think it now she can conceive of it happening and make it happen on her own. Um, where it is as much as, I mean, I guess other than like the healings when she was young, and didn't know what she was doing. Like, where else has she just totally tapped into the power and done something unique on her own? It's been so, imitation up until this point, hmm. and it's not like it's an insignificant thing. This is a big, this is a big freaking thing that she came up with on her own. She even
2: manages but, the power too. It's not like an ooh. outburst like she normally does. It says she let just a little of it
1: seep and created <laughs> the whip that cracked. Oh, Chris, I love you. I didn't even focus on that, but yes.
2: So she's not only like learning to use it at, I'm not going to say at will because she has to have that anger. She has to have something to tap into, but she is learning how to control the flow and direct the path
1: in her own way. way. Yeah.
2: That makes her dangerous. Mm.
1: Yeah. I would date her. I would. I would. I? would <laughs> do her dishes. You know what I'm saying? No, no metaphor. Like I would do her dishes just because that's a thing.
0: That's a thing. That's a thing. I feel, yeah.
1: like, she, I feel like she would appreciate that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So they step this collar off. So Damane looks shocked, but then immediately turns around and punches and the soldier in the face. And then runs yeah. away.
3: <laughs> I love that.
2: That's a good yeah. touch. All right. What would you do if you got <laughs> that collar off? You was the first thing you're going to do, not run. I'm going to punch this shit out of this bitch. That <laughs> like, was the to of my mind. It's horrible to say out loud. But... Did it?
1: Yeah. Did anybody else think about our worst dark friend ever when he got punched in the nose? No, oh, Peter. <laughs> It took me back to Pater, just like a
3: boink!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Demani runs away, and they quickly capture the Saldam, the kidnapper, uh, and pull her into the alley, um, you know, uh, gag her, pretty much, and uh, and go back to this little hut um, where they barn, can take That her- yeah, was a barn, yeah like an old abandoned stable. They said it used to be used for horses, it looks like, but there, it was empty. And they took the Sildim's clothes off, and then Nynaeve decides to do something different, <laughs> and she puts the collar on the Sildim. Um,
2: well, I think like the, it came with the fear of, like, we know the only person that's going to get attached to is Elaine. Like, we can't use men because men is too noticeable. We can't use me because the clothes fit me best, and I'm the, mm-hmm. the ish. So let's right. test it first before we do it. She wanted to have I, I give her credit. She wanted to have an understanding of what she was going to do to another human being before she inflicted that on loosely a friend. Like mm-hmm. she and Elena gone through some stuff, so we'll kinda call them friends, but not yeah. so much.
1: Sure. Again, think think about the timeline and you mentioned like Nynaeve being in control at this point where before she's just been blowing up and just losing control um this is a very big turn of the page for her uh, because she's considering these things Mm -hmm. as as she goes about her business so yeah good point
2: like she said Elaine you have to wear the collar
1: right so all they
0: know about this is from men and all they know from men is that the collar only works on women that can channel so men couldn't wear it because she can't channel um so Elaine was the logical stepping point but then she puts on the soda and the soda's just laughing she's like that's funny it doesn't work on me i can't channel and naive's like well, gotcha well, bitch gotcha
3: bitch <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which begs the different, or begs the question: Like, what? First and foremost, can it be used on any person, or can it be used on any female? Like, what's the actual trigger behind it? Um, did was this a myth that was created to prevent people from using it against themselves? Like, did the original, um, not Darmone? What's the other group? The Slodom, so there's did they originally know
0: there's yeah, so there's bread cum- crumbs in the previous books. Um, there's
1: bread, what crumbs that's not what you said at first, <laughs> it's not <laughs> bread <laughs> crumbs. Um, you left out the R the first time,
0: <laughs> so there's bread crumbs in uh, in, in previous books, um, about how about. Channelers and how certain channelers do different things, like how they're fun. so. I'll leave it at that. I'll let you guys kind of put the pieces together if you guys can. Because I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not going to do it tonight. I'll be honest. It's, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. it, it's it hit me at like three in the morning. I'll pop awake and go. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah these so. could
2: be what are the. What are the can't even say the word right now. The tools that are used to cha- to focus energy.
0: I mean, there's yeah, it's so
2: it could be a form of ongrail, yeah. and yeah, so she's channeling her power through the ongrail, and she's tapping into emotions. So maybe this ongrail specifically is about tapping into feelings and emotions. Like maybe it's directly connecting to the nervous yeah. system.
0: And I think I think it was mentioned that this is a tarot grill. That was it was invented by Isadice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a tarot grill, Uh which is a type of a grill for a specific purpose, not necessarily for. So yeah. no, no, the yeah, specific nervous.
2: purpose of this is to tap into a person's nervous system, essentially, because if you think about the way it's impacting the people, it's through direct emotion mm-hmm. and feeling. And what's the one thing that flows out the entire body? I mean, energy channels and, yeah. and, and
0: nervous systems.
1: So. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah,
0: yeah. so Naniva takes the gag out of the salt. I and she's freaking out at this point. Like, oh my god, don't you know? Like, trying to make a deal with Naniva, like, just completely and utterly freaking out.
1: Um, so can I say this at at this moment? Um, I, I'm going all the way back to when uh Nynaeve went through the trials for the accepted and went through the arches and everything and part of me was because you know I was still very doubtful of the honesty of Aes and in general <clears throat> and I was like okay is she are they just telling her these things to fuck with her or was Nynaeve actually exceptional did she actually channel while she was in there when she wasn't supposed to or they were just were they just telling her that did Did she remember what she did because she was exceptional or were they fucking with her? And now I'm starting to think, no, Nynaeve is actually exceptional. She's able to do shit that others cannot. Uh, So beyond before where I was talking about how, okay, it's cool she could do something without being shown. uh, She could do some things that others absolutely can't, couldn't show her if they wanted to. So she's working outside of a a whole other bubble there.
2: Agreed.
1: Yeah. At this,
0: this point, Elaine starts taking off her clothes because she's thinking that she's going to be the damad. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> what page is that?
0: Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, it's it's there. She well, starts to, me, but but, but stops her and says, "Put your clothes oh, back on." Fucking God. a, anymore.
1: <laughs> <of my> <laughs> My new favorite uh, is the the uh, Domine or whatever that gets away and does the nose punch. That's my new favorite, man.
0: I, I think I think you couldn't find the page because those pages are stuck together. Um. Here,
3: <laughs> first of
1: all, let's just move on, okay? Let's not dwell on that.
0: All right, so uh, Nadine says they will use the Soldom instead. Um, so N- Elaine doesn't have to go into it, uh, uh, wear the collar. They'll just use the Soldom. Um, and they're kind of nervous about this, but Nadine's pretty confident that that the, no, one will, no one will suspect it cause no one looks at Damani anyway. Uh, the Soldom's freaking out about all this because someone might recognize her. Nadine's like, nope, I think we're good. We'll just do it this way. So and they start to he- – yeah, and they start heading towards where Egwene is because they're going to free
1: Egwene next. Not a bad strategy because very quickly – I mean there was a brief second where the Soldom was trying to be snide and kind of look at Nynaeve like, little do you know, you can't. And then in that moment, ka Nynaeve is in control. And the soldier is like, what? You got to think fuck? about
2: how manipulative Nynaeve was in this situation and how she had to manipulate her own thoughts yeah. and feelings. When she was talking to Seda, she was just like horrified by her control and the amount of power, but then makes these like threats that sound horrifying. Yeah. And she can also feel how Seda feels.
1: Yeah, she's not going to hit the brakes. She's going to do whatever it takes at this point. I have no doubt, and I feel like because of the connection there, I feel like this Sodom knows. Once the Sodom knows that Nynaeve has control, I think she also feels that it's not a finicky, fickle control. It's a Nynaeve is going to get what Nynaeve fucking wants. So you better get on board, or shit's going to suck for you. Mm-hmm. So, I again... I I'm trusting Nynaeve here and her move going forward and using the Saddam, 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 Samalama, I don't know whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. But uh,
0: yeah, yeah. And then we switch point of view. So anything left before we anything else you guys want to talk about before we switch the shortest point of view and the entire book? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> nope, we're good. Two minutes no. for bail. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we was just a build oven. Um, it's just like, hey, I'm on the dock. Hey, guys, don't ship out to the girls' club. All right, that's in the scene. <laughs> like, it's,
1: it's literally like, it's Wait. like a He's waiting for the girls to do what?
0: <laughs> really? Are, are we going to turn this into that?
1: <laughs> we got to find well, something exciting. This is Fifty Shades oh, of Nynaeve. Okay. You, you know, like,
0: so... you, and you, you can't always get what you want.
1: <laughs> well, if you try sometime, you just might find you get what you need. And you know what I need? I need Fifty Shades of Nine Eve.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but... I Swear to God, if I go to JordanCon and someone has a T-shirt that says Fifty Shades of naive, I'm just running mm. the other way. <laughs> Towards them?
0: We, well, we can... I don't
1: know. We can we can make that shirt. Uh <laughs> actually I don't I don't
0: know if our vendor will do that. Uh, uh <laughs> maybe. Uh, sure. And anything you guys want to talk about really with Bill Doman? I mean it's really short. It, it's it's Bill. We love Bill Doman, but there's not much to talk yeah, about. Yeah, like
2: everybody's ready to go. Everybody's also fearing the idea of going and he's gotta wait. And He's dedicated to waiting, which is kind of him. The end.
0: Yeah. Rand. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then we switched to Rand. So, let's start talking about that. I'll let you, I'll let you guys kind of start leading the way there. So we're just in unstable horses. So,
2: so we have five men entering, but not together, sneaking in with the other traders, T R A D R S, and people going in to sell items, and they're covered you know, in mossy cloaks disguised and not paid much attention to. All on the scent of baden yeah. Fane. You have Ingtar who looks feverish and he is just like ready to get in there and go. And then you have the others who are just slowly making their way in, trying to figure out if this is even a good idea at this point. <laughs> But they're des- they're like dead set on finding fane and getting the horn and the dagger
3: mm-hmm.
0: yep yeah and and the scent of fane is everywhere here like
1: everywhere here he he's 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 got he's gotten around <laughs> did you did you notice the focus on scent just from the get-go like it may not jump out at you just reading through it. And this is not a woe is me thing uh, because I've done And Chris, You might appreciate this from doing fasting and whatnot, but if you've ever woken up, not just a little bit hungry, but woken up hungry, hungry and smelled food. Oh my gosh. So when it says the breeze from the sea brought the smell of breakfast, which for me, I fucking love the smell of Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Brought the smell of breakfast, cooked fires to Rand's nose. That sounds like just a simple sentence, but you, you think about the way they're traveling. Um, and, and I'm in a bit of a cut phase right now. My, my caloric count is like 1500 or below and has been for the past two weeks. So as I read this, I'm thinking about smelling fucking biscuits and gravy and shit like that blowing in (laughs) across my nose and but but also when you think about it, this party's probably much like that. Like they've had meals, but when they wake up in the morning, their stomach's fucking growling.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's it's crazy how like there's things you can read, you know, depending on your own perspective, that just stands out even more. And uh, I don't, I don't know, that was one that jumped out at me, but I don't know that. I don't know that Jordan was trying to focus on that so much as to just draw your attention to the smells that are about. And despite Mm -hmm. all of these pleasant things, you know, uh, Huron has his his own, Sure, I don't know, curse of a smell, the smell.
0: Yeah. So on a different note, not food related, but also a really cool thing, or you don't know you miss it. Um, If you spend a long time at sea. So I'm talking about weeks at sea, not just like a week long cruise. I've talking about multiple weeks over a month at sea. Um, about a day before you get to shore, when you get that close to land, you can smell the land. Yeah. Um, so like, just imagine going outside and picking up a thing of dirt and putting dirt in your nose and smelling earth, like being away from land for so long, you'll smell earth. Like you'll smell land. Um, and it's a really, really satisfying I'm home kind of smell. It's that's it's it's weird. Uh, it's a weird experience because it's something we take for granted because we smell it all the time. We don't even notice it. But you go away for a while, you come back, uh, it's it's a wonderful smell.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what she said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Back to the chapter. Um, so yeah, so they're really early in the morning. They're worried about drawing attention too because people haven't really started coming out for the day. But as they keep keep moving to the city, people start to come out and start their days. Um, and then Rand sees the Damane and is shocked. Um, you have this moment where I think he's just taken back just um, by seeing Damane.
2: Yeah, it was just like the guy saw the Damane and he believed that they were, oh, he made the statement that he saw like the exact example. And in my mind, I was like, I wonder if that was him seeing Nynaeve passing by them. That was like, my mind went at first. Hmm. Was like maybe, yeah. maybe this is a yeah. thing. Maybe they're going to collude. Maybe they're going to finally come back together. Um, I had that hope. Yeah. Um, of course, we'll never quite know if they were in the same area at the current moment because, you know, the point of view doesn't come up. But they mentioned the golden yeah. hawk clutching the lightning bolts, which is like on their clothes, and then they Mm-mm. keep walking and come upon two other shapes, which was quite interesting. The Demani were one thing, the Grome were another.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they see the Grom and of course, Rand and Kieran recognize Grom. Everybody else has never seen it before, but the party. But they recognize them and kind of freak out about it. And they get to this kind of like courtyard or, or plaza, I guess, area with bunch of large homes. And that's when Matt senses the dagger and pinpoint exactly what house he's in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So
0: yeah, gets close enough with Spidey Sense and his his inner his inner Golem uh, kicks in. And... Good old Schmeagle. Ah,
1: this is where I worry about Matt. If it's anything closely related to that, at at no point of in the Lord of the Rings series, at no point did I ever hate um Schmeagle or or Golem or whatever you want to call him. Um, you you just feel bad for him. Like he's so tortured and Chris, you're right to point it out. There's such similarity and it, it's not a similarity like Jordan just copying off of that. It's, it's a similarity in, in the um, mental distress the him just being overpowered by this evil desire that really he, the only choice, the only factor he, he had, the only choice he had was, all right, do I snag this cool piece of jewelry or not? Well, at the time, the decision was easy. He's like, yeah, man, I've been fucking poor my whole life. This little piece of jewelry, yeah, it's going to get me riches. If he had any clue what it would actually lead to, do you think the Matt we knew in the beginning of this story would have ever touched that fucking dagger? No No way. Yeah, Yeah. so it's like you feel bad for him. Like like right now, he could grab that dagger and go kill half the world, and I'd sit here going, (laughs) poor Matt. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> so we, we get to yeah. we have the Grom and we have the, the guards, and we have the doubt because you have Ingtar mm. who's just like, mm. We don't know if it's in there, yeah. so why are we gonna risk us going in there? Like, I don't see a reason to go in there, and then you have Matt who is literally like fiending, like, It's there, I know it's there, mm-hmm. and then the rationale, like if Fane left the dagger, the horn must be there because he wouldn't separate the two because, you know, these are his precious items. And then you have, like, the Mm -hmm. switch when that's recognized. Ingtar like, all right, we're going. Let's he like rush in. So it's
0: kind of uncharacteristic. Yeah, Ingtar's obsessed with the horn. Like, that's his precious of us. Um, We've we've been picking up on that. Yeah, Yeah, and they, they want... Wanted to go back um, and, you know, I guess make up. you know, now we know where it is. Let's go back to the camp and make a, make a plan. And he's like, no, we're here. Let's not, not going to wait. Let's get it now.
2: They rush um, into the alley. Like, that was like, bold. You never rush into an alley of an area you don't know. With five men, mm-hmm. after you've already seen 20 guards and two weird creatures, like, he definitely wasn't thinking like a strategic general. He was
1: desperate yeah yeah so when when rand drug loyal along to go to the chest and get the horn and happen to find the dagger sitting on top of it we could sit there and go all right rand is rand like not that much long ago he was working in edmunds field for his his pops he didn't know anything about fighting wars or strategy he didn't you know, he didn't know anything about it. But Inktar, for him to make this decision, even though it's the same kind of instinct to just no, it's there, let's get it, it's there, let's get it, you would expect more from him. Mm-hmm. So that adds a little more emphasis to what you're saying. You know, we had a character that acted that way in the past and we didn't judge him so harshly, but there's greater expectations for a person like Ink mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so was he our Shinaran dark friend at the Dark Friend Social? Ooh, and it, that it, I mean, I suggested it before you did, but now,
2: uh,
1: man, well,
2: he even, like you say, like, this is his, like his ass, like, it. he even kind of makes that statement. But he didn't seem to be threatened when yeah, he was the Shinaran. So, now you said that again, like, maybe you're right, that would be really jacked up, but maybe you're right. I,
1: It'd be a pretty significant twist, but i it's still not ruled out. Yeah. He's playing towards that a little bit. Yeah.
0: Anyway, is that a prediction? Again, going back to it?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I, um, it's not a full double down, but I'll up my bet a little bit. <laughs> okay. We're, we're not checking. We're going to raise a little bit. Okay.
0: So, stark friend okay.
1: Um and Alan hang out, their buddies. They're buddies. <laughs> They're <buddy. laughs> they have social they get together. Yeah,
0: so yeah. So they get they get to this back this garden. Uh In-tar pokes his head over. There's one guard there. Inktar's like, all right, I jump over there, I'll take care of him. Uh get you know, I think count to what is it, count to fifty yeah. and follow? Yeah. Um yeah, so he goes over, they wait, they count. Uh then they jump over. They don't see Ink at first, kind of going through, and then they see him by the wall, like, come over here fast and get over there. It's like, we're but the guard. Inktar's like, ah, yeah, he was overconfident. I killed him. Put him in the bush. He's in the bushes over there. <laughs> 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 I diced him up. He's he's done. Um so yeah, so then we get this whole sneaking through the house scene. So they're sneaking through and uh, a if servant does see them and she's worried next to nothing, of course Matt's like Wait, but what about her? He starts like, dude, focus. Like- it's so funny that Matt's going through everything he's
2: going through. He's like drooling at the mouth over a, a, a woman with pretty much nothing on. I mean, I get it. I understand. Right. <laughs> but really, Matt, don't you have more important N- things to N- worry about? For a minute, we got the real Matt back.
1: Yeah. 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 I, um, well,. Alan can edit this out if he finds it inappropriate, but this was actually good. So I I was raised and always been a very type A male. So whatever judge, however you want from that. But uh, somebody told me one time that they got advice from somebody uh, and it sounded ridiculous at that time, but it's, it's actually been very valuable in my life. The advice was never trust a hard dick. Um, And I don't know if there's a better PC term for that or whatever, but guys out there, if you're young, I know we have young listeners and that might sound, Oh my gosh, he said, he's talking about a penis. Oh my gosh. No, but no, man, like you only have enough blood to supply (laughs) one brain. And if it's, if it's supplying one head, it ain't supplying the other. So never, never trust it. Yeah, there we go. And that's your lesson for making good and decisions as a male. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Damn, same y'all. time. I'm yeah. actually
2: learning about different learning styles um, and in instructional design. One of the things that you look at is how you can cross compare different um, different subjects and teach You can teach the same lesson and cross different subjects. So that's what you just did. You did a really good cross conditioning.
1: Never miss an Never miss an opportunity. (laughs) Never miss an opportunity. You're doing it using good
2: (laughs) condition-based learning. Like, this is something that people will not forget. So, good job. Proud of you. You can get a master's in instructional design.
3: So,
0: rather rather than a t-shirt design for that, Delusions has suggested that we sell the Will Reed's condoms that have hashtag. (laughs) That would
2: be perfect. I swear (laughs) to you. I would pull one out <laughs> if I used
0: them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think our uh, our our vendor will go for
1: that. But uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> 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 vendors, uh. Next, Jordicon. I've got a buddy that's a tattoo artist. He can he can create whatever you want on your lower back in the tramp stamp area. So there you go that? Yeah, for a deep discount. So the he's a good are guy.
0: sparse. They, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and they have like these, I guess not what are they, what are they called? Like the little panels or not panels, but screens everywhere. Uh, so you can't see the walls, uh, but they hear people moving around like servants, but they don't see anybody. Kind you know, I can hear people kind of moving around the background
2: that are seen but never heard.
0: Yep. Or, yeah. So they go to the empty room, heard, but never seen and inside. sure enough, right there, yeah. <laughs> so they go to the other room, uh, and then they, it's empty room, and they see a dagger, which the is horn.
2: absolutely crazy. Like it's that's right how secure the Shan Shan felt in their world at the moment. They're like,
0: yeah, they're just that. They're that
1: overconfident. It's like well,
0: whatever,
2: we'll leave it there. With good yeah. reason?
1: Even though I know at the end of the book I'm not getting excited right. you know why because at the beginning of the book I was like we're going to spend the whole fucking book chasing the horn but you know what happened in the beginning of the book <laughs> in the beginning of the book we got the goddamn horn and then I was like mm-hmm. well great what are we going to do for the rest of the book and then we lost the horn so you know yeah there's the horn mm-hmm. great <laughs> you Jordan So uh, yeah. I won't <laughs> believe it until Matt blows on that shit and <laughs> he, oh man, maybe Matt. Holy shit, maybe Matt gets overcome by this whole dark side with
2: and then blows the, the dagger and calls the hordes for the evil and blows. Or maybe he ooh, has, with the chaotic make, evil, good or evil, horn or dagger. Yeah, man,
1: hmm. that ooh. light or dark Jedi. Yeah, grad. Their mind went down that rabbit hole with me because that that hit me literally as I was talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think that while I was reading it, but as I was talking, I was like, "Wait a minute, maybe that's the fucked up twist that's about to go down." But anyways, sure. Oh. So, so anyway, we're recording. The ran sees <laughs> in the other building. Yep, yeah, looks out the window. Sees Gawain. Don't. Uh- a hard I'll say I'll say Richard so we could keep it PG don't trust a hard Richard
2: yeah of course Perrin has to come over and look he's like well I don't see her and Rand's like I know what I saw
1: Dick <laughs> yeah. Richard Matt... means dick
0: <laughs> and Matt's like valid." Like, and Rand's like no she's here and Rand's just kind of freaking out like we had save her. She was she was reached. Like we had to go save her. Like right now. Um. But then they hear, then then before they can go any further, our good friend Turk comes in. He's like, "Well,
2: didn't think it'd be you I'd find here."
0: But, no, I, I almost forgot you know, about in this. In my mind, part. he reminds
2: me of like in, the in, uh, Persian king in uh three hundred. Yeah, 300? that's that's
1: the vision I have. Yeah. Overconfident, <laughs> so full of himself, like doesn't even consider the fact that he could possibly even be touched. He doesn't even think he could be scratched mm-hmm. by these. Which, people. To be fair, in his world, right.
2: like he doesn't even have to fold Shit. his own clothes.
1: Right. Shit's about to go down, bro. So yeah, he, but
0: he expected some expected someone else to be there. They're quickly surrounded, and he suspected mm-hmm. that he actually said, "Is Fain. Like he's like, "I thought Fein would be the one um, yeah. to come in here and try to steal the horn."
2: He's like, "And you know, the the soldiers come in. You are in the presence of the High Lord Kirk. They're all just so pompous."
1: Yeah, don't you know who you're talking to? Hmm. And he goes out and tells
0: one of his servants to go take the horn back and they reach for the horn and Matt slashes his hand the dagger and shit gets real. real fast. Matt, <laughs> Matt, 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 Matt. Well, Matt, so Matt, Matt, That, Matt, that Matt. statement Matt so a- like
2: <laughs> was so like, I'm going to kill two of you, one or two of you and then let the rest of you kind of explain what's going on. And then he just like pompously go ahead and get my stuff. And Matt just like boom. Darkness takes over. Yeah, Takes over his arm, spreads up his body, and then a dark tongue chokes him to death. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. So we hadn't seen anybody stab the dagger yet, so apparently this is what happens when you use the dagger. <laughs> now, I'm wondering, like,
2: did it suck his soul it's out of fr- his body and, like, decay him instantly? Or, like, what does the dagger actually do? Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, that- it starts... It's turned black, it. right? At the-
1: that, yeah, and spreads. That's that's syphilis. Like he needs to get tested. <laughs> the person who received the dagger needs to get tested. Like if you if you ignore that, I mean, there's mm. like no complications. It could cause all sorts of long term damage. You got to get that fixed, huh. man. There's an antibiotic for it.
2: So then, like Ingtar yeah. hops into action. Like he looks, he's anxious to fight, man. I didn't really think of him as like Go. so. Gun, what's the word? Guns ablazing, like gung ho. Like, I
0: thought
2: gung-ho. he's a little bit more level head than that. Well,
0: he's. Hi, well,
2: homes.
0: I mean, he is from a warrior nation. The Shinarans are a warrior people. Um, yeah, but he manages to be alive.
2: So, like, pretty, you think so. he'd have a little bit more of a, you know, more ahead of his, sh- on his
0: shoulders. Yeah. Well, I guess once Matt killed someone, they're probably shit's going down. So, Inktar's figures, just, yeah, oh, and drags shit's already started. Right along Let's fight. Poor Heron. Yeah. Yeah, Heron, Matt, Perrin, they all start fighting. And Turok that squares off awesome. with Rand. Yeah, we had this fun scene with, with Rand and Turok. So, um,
1: with Turok is... Like, did you find that blade, boy? Or do they he- truly award the Heron to those no more skilled than you? No matter. Make you a piece. It's time
2: to say yes, Ran finally faces his first <laughs> real blade master. To that end, he defeats a yeah. blade master. So does that now make him a true blade master?
1: Technically, ran faces two things. Ran faces two things. And a high lord. He faces a blade master. Yes. No. He Slide faces his, his his yep, exactly his ability to fulfill his destiny or from his perspective, his ability to save himself and save his friends versus embracing Sidar and, and letting it be a part of his um, evolution, a, a part of who, who he needs to become to, you know, his goal might still be to get back home and save his friends, whatever, but to fulfill his destiny He's going to have to embrace it. Mm. Is he a blade master without so, Side in yeah. Side. So, so. so no. so um, I, I was testing you, Alan. Well played. <laughs> I didn't know if you were actually listening to me because sometimes you zone out when I'm talking.
0: I do often. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure, sure. So that was the test. Well played. Good job. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. It. So I I only point that out because I, I I wrote that in here like. If he, if he didn't realize it in the moment after the fact, he's going to have to reflect and realize for him to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. Forget what the I said I want him to accomplish. Forget what all the other plans anybody has for him. For him to get done what he wants to get done, save himself, save his friends, get back home. If there's any hope for that, he can't do it by himself. And he, he has to allow the power to help him. But, um, here we go. Yeah. So they start to
0: fight. And Rand's seeking the void, but trying to avoid, like you said, channeling. Um and they start the fight. Rand's definitely not as good as Tarak. Tark's a true blade master. Rand has practiced a few times a the Um <laughs> let's be honest. Uh you know, Rand knows his forms. I mean, he's been practicing. He's okay, but he's not and this guy's a blade master, like which is pretty badass. Um, and to answer your point earlier, uh, uh, killing a blade master is one of the ways to become a blade master, but you're supposed to do it in front of witnesses.
1: Can um, I get a witness? Can I get I mean, a witness? I mean, all of his friends would count,
2: so but ten. I guess not.
0: No, I don't think they they're they're on the, the same the room. Body. True, but yeah. I didn't see the killing blow. Anyway, <laughs> so. So, uh, Rand gets you know, ran cut a few as times. As he used the
2: sword. Highlander. <sighs>
1: <laughs> oh, yes. The one. Highlander reference. There can be only one. one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, they go through this really epic. Uh, sword fighting scene. Uh, you know, just with all these different moves going on. Ran, Ran's Rand's definitely on the defensive, definitely getting kind of slashed up. And then the void starts to flow into him. But he stops the power. Um, but then he decides, you know, thinks he needs to end it. And well, yeah, Ran we goes should into take attack into mode. account
2: that when he when he becomes one with the void, it's that he becomes one with the floor and his surroundings and Kurix. So it's like they become one and they become a a single flow.
1: Mm-hmm. He knew it all. Everything that was physically happening in that place, the floor, the people, the <laughs> beings, the inorganic, everything, he was part of all of it. And he knew it, and he could predict it, and he could he could dance within it flawlessly.
0: When you become one, you won't have to dodge <laughs> bullets anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trot's eyes widened as Rand glided forward. So far, he had only defended. Now he attacked. So he began to fight
2: as if oh, he was wow. in a dance, and sweat yes. appeared on the presence. And I, of- and,
1: and, I pit- and this
0: and this killing blow, like Rand goes to his knees and spins, his backs to him, and knows his blade's already hit home. Doesn't have to look back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is so we've seen that we've seen the movies and whatnot. Where like you see the fight scene. And, and then there's the finishing blow, but it's kind of blurry. And then it goes back to the beginning of the fight. And then they mm-hmm. actually fight out. And you're led to believe that the person who wins, he saw every move before it happened. And he saw every blow, every defense, every attack. So this is how I pictured it. And I, like, I actually think this is going to be how it, probably the best way it could be depicted unless they come up with something new. But when Rand finally accepted the the power, when when Rand finally gave in and was like, "All right, come to me. Let's fuck this dude up." Exactly. Exactly. You see, ping, 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 pam, bang, bang, and he finds a way, and then death blow, and then it pans back to the moment where you know Rand is deciding, "All right, fuck this defense shit. I'm gonna dice you up." <laughs> and go through and then you see it like full speed in real time and god just and beautiful beautiful scene
2: and then the poor servants yep. commit yep. suicide yeah
0: and this is also okay. rare Rans- this is Rans- can Rans- we not Rans-
1: talk about them. that yeah. is such a their whole <laughs> livelihood is so fucking weak and yep. That they're like oh my god my, my master's gone let me dice myself up too you know what let's move on to somebody else
0: I don't know. <laughs> this is just the first yeah. person that rand's killed too that is kind of heavy on him too like he's never killed a man he's killed a trolloc he's killed shadow spawn he but he's never killed quick. a man
1: before he almost killed his dad he almost killed his dad because he abandoned him that true <laughs> In there, was like, there was no alarm yeah. sound and everybody's yep. like
2: yo these people are crazy it's like they just all the servants just got on their knees <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah and as they as they as they leave like so well first they get all together they still have the horn everyone's alive Ingtar's like we got to go now Rand's like but a gwayne and they have this little argument about it Ingtar's like yeah no um dude dude like bro
3: bro bro
1: bro what the fuck bro come no. on bro no what the fuck bro. I, what? and I, I was reading that actually was uh the 14th graph it was a yeah. bunch of bricks with a what the fuck look
0: yeah I Cause, was, yeah cause the, there's more troops coming at this point they just diced up the entire palace with the people like just the the girl can wait. We'll, we'll get the girl later. Just we got to get out now. Like <laughs>
2: shouts rose and a, gong, a um, guard was raised. And the end of the chapter. Gong. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, the Gong. Died. Yeah, and as they run out, all the all the serpents are just kneeling head down. I wonder if not in looking up.
2: defeating the Lord Commander, he yeah. became the new Lord Commander. Like we don't know their structure. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, we don't know enough so, like, about like I had it. that thought going in my mind. Like, maybe he just became a Blade Master and a Lord Commander all at the same time.
0: There can be only one. Yeah. There can be only one. And, it, it, and Rand- it? as a chapter ends, he thinks about Egwene saying, I'll come back for you somehow.
2: And she's going to be a in two chapters. And
1: that's the end of if this. If ever book you ever going to fucking get to the point where he realizes Egwene can handle her, her own? I mean, I, I know now, <laughs> like, up until this point, she's been in a position where uh, there wasn't much she can do, but she was surrounded by other females, Nynaeve especially, yeah. that... Maybe she that's also 14. has to remember
2: he's seen so <laughs> many worlds where he was with Egwene and how much he depended on her. Yeah, I mean, there's just mm-hmm. as much of that into it mm-hmm. as there is yeah. anything else. Like he's seen himself live and die a yeah. million times.
3: Uh, and no, she that's was true. I forget about there.
1: that. The connection. Yeah. Well, there's a connection there across every possible life led. Except for this so one, that's that's a strong one. And he, <laughs> he
3: loses his legs.
2: That did happen in one of them, <laughs> didn't
1: it? Wouldn't it be funny if like in book twelve Rand fucking loses his legs because he was trying to help Egwene? I'll be like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, 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 you can... <laughs> book no. twelve. It's Rand...
0: gonna
1: be it's gonna be one leg, and Alan's gonna be like, You were wrong. <laughs> you said legs, more than one. <laughs> anyways
0: so so uh, any other thoughts from these chapters i mean this was pretty fun chapters i like these chapters a lot but more than the filler chapters we had for a while this is action robert jordan writes action that last chapter was
2: 41 minutes but it flew by like it was 20.
1: yeah easy and So I don't know if this is something like we could do differently, Chris, but I I feel like every time we've gotten to a jam-packed action scene where you and I are super excited about it, when we actually go to talk about it, the conversation in the podcast goes quickly. And I I mean, I, I don't know what to attribute that to. Like maybe we're just kind of finding things to talk about in the other sections, but... For me, it's, it comes down to the notes I'm taking and whether I'm listening to it or reading it, when I get to sections like this, do do you think I was writing anything at all from the moment him interrupt? nothing? (laughs) I just raced through it. And you know what? Because of that, I read it a second time. And the second time, do you think I took notes? No, <laughs>
2: I think that's the genius of the way he wrote this. Is there's no notes to take. It was all action. Like you, as many words on the pages yes. as there were, you could feel and be a part of the fight. Like I could feel him being belabored, and I say him like Rand was being backed into a corner. He was being beaten down. He was being tested. His eye was gashed. His arm was gashed. Like there was blood flowing down his arm. Like I could yes. feel and see all of the imagery. Like I could literally see Rand struggling. And then I could see Kurok like testing him. He was pushing him. It's like, all right, let's 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 aim for the face and see if he parries. Let's go for the arm and see if he blocks. Let's go for the legs. Let's Let's attack these different points. And then he's like, all right, let's let it fly he's like all right i've tested you enough clearly you're not truly a blade master now i'm going to show you what it is to be killed and i'm going to do it effortlessly and then with that tension coming into play all of a sudden Rand has to give way to the void it wasn't like it was a choice out of want it was a choice out of necessity and he finally gives into the void but again, he still is able to hold off sight. And so he's having his own internal battle while he was having the physical battle on the outside. And yes. so everything builds up and then calm happens. And this is when stuff really gets real because then Rand is seeing he's having that outer body experience and he's in the battle, but he's watching the battle. So he's seeing the moves and he's blocking. And then he's att- he's blocking so much so that he's causing Kurok to have to fight harder and to put more into it. So they're now going toe to toe, neck and neck, and they're both sweating. And there's like, you can. they said that um, the Lord commander begins to have sweat perspire mm-hmm. and he begins to change his look. And then all of a sudden, yes, Rand realizes if I don't go on the attack and in this, now I'm going to die. So then he does just that. And he has that moment of inner conflict where he battles with himself. Am I going to do this myself and chance? my skill against the real blade master or am I gonna channel and he chooses the human approach he chooses to believe in himself and he wins
1: giddy up Chris
3: <laughs> Chris, so, I, Chris
1: I inflated my floaties <laughs> and I still fucking sunk in that shit that was so good <laughs> So yeah, I was ha- I was happy to just just dip below the surface in that and just uh, Chris, the, temperature, Chris, the temperature was perfect.
0: And, and you're gonna Something. love this, mm-hmm. and, you're gonna, and you're gonna love this. Oh, you've got Chris, be you're on Discord. No, way.
1: no, no. <laughs> no.
0: Are you are no, joking, joking, right? No, I'm not Chris, joking. that
3: was your best
1: floaties moment oh, in the I mean, past. And like was happy. You-
2: <laughs> Oh my god, beautiful. people, I am so. Can you guys hear me now? I am so sorry.
1: Hold on, Alan's a dark Alan, are you fucking, are you fucking
0: around? No, no, I mean, everybody in the chat said it, the so, so I'm supposed whole whole to hold that. Two hours we just went
1: <laughs> am I back on now? That is hey, not even a joke. People. I, I'm so I, sorry. I, I, <laughs> <Damn. sighs> I, Chris, I asked a little bit of a leading question to see where I you know. would go, because yeah, I that. have some thoughts <laughs> to that. Like, took it and you ran, uh,
2: and our sound might have to be the first, like a middle portion of this for them to hear my raw
1: emotion. <laughs> okay, that could that could be the episode. You could delete everything else, and that could be the episode, really- and that's literally everything <laughs> I've been waiting for tonight. And Chris. Yeah. Nailed it on the head. Dis, uh, dis- Discord Discord is part of the fucking pattern. Y'all yeah. need a lesson tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I'm so Next sorry, week.
1: guys. That's what Discord is saying. Oh. You know, Chris, that was,
0: Chris went on a five minute rant about, I really told about the whole fight scene, <laughs> which was amazing. It was <laughs>
1: good. When I said, so good, like, I was nodding along. I, hopefully, anchor is awesome enough to catch me going, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Because as Chris is talking, I'm nodding my head, going, "That's, <laughs> that's absolutely what I felt." Because in those um, very exciting um, moments, uh, the fight scenes, the battles, the whatever, where the reading, it just it sucks you when You're going so fast. It's it's not so much. Uh like how Chris and I sometimes try and pull something literary or something significant out of one sentence, It just there's raw emotion involved, and you just get pulled in and Chris described you you described all of what I felt so i could i could say anything but yes yes yes
3: yes, yes
1: I guess. oh God yes yes uh-huh. got <laughs> yes, 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 think- music. There you go.
3: Who
1: oh. uh, yeah. All right. She never said that. So oh, 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 Let's talk about favorite ca- characters. Can <laughs> 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 yeah, I do one per chapter? Oh,
2: God. Okay. Sure. So for Why me, not? it's definitely naive. Oh, this is the same chapter. Wasn't okay. It? Oh, I can't do that. So never mind. Yeah, Darn. that's this chapter. <laughs> I mean, Rand is the man in this chapter. I mean, Rand is the man in this book at this point, <laughs> just because of that battle scene. Um, if I go back to the the last chapter, I got to give it to my boy Perrin for finally like owning up to his wolfiness. Like Perrin is definitely by far. He's recognized. He knows he's in trouble if he gets pulled out by the white cloaks, but he still is dedicated to his team and the success so he does what he doesn't want to do which is connecting with the Wolves. And then I'm honestly split between Nynaeve Mm -hmm. and Rand. And if I had to pick between (laughs) the two, I'd honestly have to go with Nynaeve for the simple fact that she put her own personal thoughts aside. Well, Rand did the same thing, but Rand was talking about himself, like his feelings towards self. Nynaeve put her feelings towards self and others aside for the, Mm -hmm. the greater good of the group. So she made the harder decision in this moment.
3: Right.
1: Yeah. So I'm in this torn position. I, I don't think Ran was the man. When Ran was being Ran, when Ran tried to do it all by Ran's self, Ran was losing. Ran only won because he gave, void, because he gave in. I think Sidine kind of tickled his balls. I think Sidine <laughs> was pulling an Egwene thing and juggling some balls in the air thing. Um... Whereas Nynaeve as much as leading up to this we thought she was out of control in these chapters sure. she was in control. Mm-hmm. And much more than she was before and moving in that direction and, and just uh, I I mean overall between two chapters I'm going to give it to Nynaeve. If there's an honorable mention uh, I will still give it to the chick that got away but punched her
0: fucking...
1: Punched her her in the fucking face. Like, that's... That's fantastic. That's... Look, for all of y'all non-Americans out there, that's what being American is all about. It's being in a... (laughs) shit getting to a point saying, fuck that shit and punching them in the face. Like, that's... (laughs) That's truly... That kind of... That boils it down. That's what we are. All right.
0: And then next week, we'll do the last five chapters. So I'm going to read each one at a time this time and let you guys tell me your thoughts. So the next chapter is To Come Out of the Shadow. <laughs>
1: That's a long distance shot there.
0: So I have two thoughts
2: on that. <laughs> the first Sorry. would be like Matt being killed, okay. but they'd need more eyes to die for that. So that would take a long trip and a lot of time. Okay. The Or would it? Like, he wouldn't mm-hmm. make it all the way back to Tarvalon. So, I'm confused by that mm-hmm. one. Um The second one, of course, would be like Pad and Fane coming out of the shadows as they exited the house. Like, he's been waiting on Rand mm-hmm. to pop up and now he's like yeah. in a position to do something. He's going to get his horn back, he's going to get the blade back, and he's going to do something to the group. You know, five in our four come out.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think Hmm. it's too soon to say that coming out of the shadow. What is it called again? To come out of out of the shadow. Come out of the shadow. This isn't referencing like the whole world that we've experienced so far, but it might reference the location we're in right now. And so, what could happen in the end is between Nynaeve and Rand, uh, the. The Sean Chan might get totally fucked up here.
3: Oh.
1: And uh, I, I hope that's the case. I, I hope this isn't like a Star Wars type ending where there's the occasional, the, the book is over and the good guys are losing. If the good guys are winning at the end of this, then uh, we're not just going to have control of the horn, control of the dagger, uh, but we are, for the most part, if not completely, going to eradicate the, the biggest evil no, in this area, which right now is the Sean Chan.
2: <clears throat> One of these lower commanders of the White Cloaks will come out of the shadow and be like
1: <laughs> Oh shit, the White Cloaks. Wait, no. That's true. But Tom is coming too, right? The... We oh, almost Tom. forgot about Tom. Tom is <laughs> dead in this book and Tom is doing some shit.
2: <laughs> right, Tom is Tom to come out of the shadow on the stallion <laughs> Wait, with their uh... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I have really, in front of me. So let us know the other chapters, and I'll yeah. let you know if Tom comes back and the, fuck shit the, up. The the next chapter
0: for that is "The Grave is No Bar to My Call." Sounds like Tom. Um, that sounds like Tom. That's the that, but that is the
1: inscription on the horn. By the way,
0: hmm. well, the still grave sounds like Tom. I <laughs> gotta blow the horn.
1: Stop trying to spoil my moment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But, so, I still feel, the horn
3: again, awesome I don't have any out.
1: particular They're things to point screwed. to. They're not
2: going to realize that the horn was actually evil. But
1: <laughs> <so> you, you, <laughs> All right. Check this out, though, Chris. You say they are going to blow the horn. Each one of our characters that we've grown to love and that we think, you know, they all come from the same place, they at this point, they all have very different reasons to blow it. Uh Perrin might be the most neutral and the most unlikely to blow it. Uh Rand, Egwene, Nynaeve, Matt, they all have very distinct reasons to blow it. And like I said, if, if Matt gets a little bit more fucked up with his dagger thing and he's the one you to know, let it rip, that can I cause problems.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, I think it's gonna be Fain that was a horn.
1: The come from mm-hmm.
2: the
3: grave.
0: next chapter. Okay. Oh. Then the next, the next, the next chapter is first yeah, claiming. I'm gonna
2: take one of the boys. Claiming. Uh, he's gonna take Matt. Like first claim.
1: claim. No, first claim.
2: I'm creating this story in my mind now. No,
1: I, I, I don't, I don't know which. I, I won't, I won't speculate which. But oh, uh, yeah. Bialzaman actually being able to convince one of the Tavirian that he's been going after. Ooh, that's an alcohol hiccup. Wow. <laughs> and then the fourth one is what was Beelzemon meant
0: to be takes
2: over Matt's mind. Okay. So
0: the, the the flicker flicker chapter is what was what might be, so and this is
2: what was meant to be. Train of the world we're, we're riding on.
0: Nope.
1: Giddy up! And is then that the, the, last, final, chapter? the, the no. final
0: chapter. The final chapter. The final chapter says after. That's what it's right, called. After. Uh,
1: after. So that's when they either make. A, pancakes,
0: and and, and after, after, after is like a paragraph long. <laughs> like I was gonna it's... say
1: after <laughs> you can either. All right, so after you can either roll over and go to sleep, you can make pancakes or you make sandwiches. I go back at it. Um. I. Well, yeah, or. Or round two or three or four, you could continue. So, but if this is the actual end of it, then it's pancakes or sandwiches, like, or go to sleep. sleep.
2: We have no idea, people. If you guys don't get this by now, we're going to make up a million and a (laughs) half (laughs) stories.
1: This book has got my mind all screwed up. No clue. Yeah. (laughs) know. And truthfully, I should rule out pancakes because pancakes the carbs almost immediately lead you into the next round yeah so yeah, it's sleeper sandwich yeah yeah all right so let's go to wrap up this episode for the week
0: uh how we can be found at the wheel reads on uh twitter instagram facebook i have been more active on facebook uh and instagram uh, and always on twitter but i've been trying to up my social media presence um i did (laughs) look at (laughs) Reddit. i looked at it
1: that's it <laughs> I've seen you on Facebook, and then I've seen a couple of our patrons uh, um like engage with you on Facebook. I think I saw m k make it some comments and yeah, so, yeah,
0: but yeah, so I was yeah, i mean with with reddit, I, I literally like it's like I, I opened the door to the party and looked in, like closed the door, and just walked away uh, but don't, so,
1: um, I don't even know what reddit is
0: it, it's. I don't it's know. It, it, yeah, uh well, it's fun. Um, moving on. the wheel of reads at gmail dot com is our email address. uh ww.thewheel dot com is our uh website. Uh, go to that. Um they'll have all of our um links to everything, uh plus a little like uh, you actually get all our episodes on that website as well. So um if you ever have trouble finding like where do you find us? Well just go there and find us. Um we're also on different platforms as well Spotify, Apple, all those good spots. Um, merch, yeah, merchandise. That store is up and running. Um, go check it out. If you want to buy something, go buy something. Um, so that's cool stuff. We're adding stuff all the time. We, like I said, we just got new t shirts, mugs, um, frosting mugs, and coffee mugs for the floaties ones. Uh, Discord's a great place to hang out. Uh, we got more people joining every day. Um, it's a fun community. Uh, really enjoy our Discord and Patreon. That's how you support us. The best way to support us, um, I, buying merch does support us as well, but Patreon's the better way. So uh, if you want to listen to us live or want early access episodes or merch or all sorts of stuff that we give away, uh, Patreon <clears> is, <throat> uh,
1: is a place to do that. Hey, and Alan. Just- Alan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are uh, me, you, and Chris, are we going to send out a holiday Ooh, card to our good. patrons? We could. How many patrons do we have? Uh, right now I think thirty
0: something. Hold on, let me see. Uh, as of right now, we have thirty-four.
1: All right, I'll cover postage. Chris, you have to commit to a time where the three of us can get together, and Alan, you have to find a photographer you say holiday, and location. Which holiday? Okay, let's Done do it. Holiday cards. Well. Yeah. At this point, it could be Halloween, one of All the right, many Christmas Thanksgivings. Christmas. Apparently, Christmas. Canada already had theirs. Yeah, uh, it, it could be New Year. It could be you know, pick one. Well, it's, New Year, New year
0: works well because that's our yeah. that's actually our one year. We started the first of the year.
1: Yeah, we'll call it a New Year. Yeah, we'll, so we'll yeah. Have
0: an anniversary card. Then. We'll be turning one years old as a podcast because uh, our first episode uh, we recorded that on. January seventh, so
1: so yeah. that that's our latest date. We'll shoot for that. Our anniversary card.
0: Okay, anniversary card.
1: Yeah, for patrons, cool. it's coming.
0: Yeah, our our as Dean put out, Dean gets two yeah, shutouts tonight. Yeah, end of twenty twenty cards. That's just, what our just, team yeah. should be. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: take. A, I'm gonna take. Off of work. <laughs> Alan are about to. You know, so Alan and I were talking about how how screwed up slash how much fun the episodes were when we got to one month into quarantine. Because re- you remember in the beginning, they said two weeks and then we'll be fine. And then after three weeks, we're like, like well, maybe we'll wait for everyone else to I just
2: want to say
1: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs>
0: no, I, I stopped because we're not quarantined anymore. Like I went back to work,
1: <laughs> technically, but like <laughs> after, after a month into it, we were all like, "Well, I guess we're gonna be here a while." And uh, my my alcohol intake was pretty heavy. So every episode, every episode for about a month, I was lit, and I, I think most other folks were. But it was a lot of fun. So maybe we'll recreate that for our anniversary special. <laughs> I've been saving so you know I got time to recover
0: get really really drunk for episodes yeah that'll be fun again oh we can do that again (laughs) anyways well that's it that's all i have for this week anything for you guys
1: until next time
0: all right and we're done guys so i'm gonna head to the barrow hang out there for a bit but uh it's for fun yay all
2: right
3: yeah love you man catch